Welcome back to the Drive-In with Dave and Anthony, episode 42, part 2, El Camino, the send-off of uh, Breaking Bad. Spoilers uh, coming, which I guess this is a movie here that uh, if you weren't a fan of Breaking Bad, you're probably not going to watch this, but uh, I guess just to start it off, initial thoughts, it was a... uh, thought it was fantastic. It was a great uh, suspenseful uh, thriller, I guess. Definitely kept me on the edge of my seat wondering what's happening next. Uh, so it was definitely an enjoyable movie. Uh, I guess first reaction would be, though, that, uh, I mean, was big question, is it is it necessary? Was this movie necessary uh, to make, to finish telling the story and I'd, I'd say no definitely uh it, it if it was one way or the other I mean if it was made or not it it didn't I guess it added a little bit uh again like I spoke about before it gives you a little bit more of a conclusion to Jesse's story but uh I mean it all depends I guess how you had that built up in your own head after seeing the the ending, the finale of Breaking Bad. I'm sure everybody had their own thoughts on on where he went and what happened to him. So uh, depending on what you have built up in your head, maybe you'll be disappointed with uh, how this one ended. But overall, uh, I thought it was was great. And uh, Vince Gilligan definitely, I mean, he had a story in mind and uh, he knew what he wanted to do with it. Uh, definitely felt like a, you know, two hour long Breaking Bad episode, I would say, uh, which, which is great. Um, but yeah, the, uh, film starts off exactly where Breaking Bad ends, Jesse driving out of the compound in the El Camino. And, uh, I remember watching last night, I said to myself, uh, when Walt was walking around checking all the, uh, all the equipment, you see the, the lights, the police lights coming up. And I'm like, man, how how does Jesse make it out of here without them at least seeing his car drive off? And that's exactly where it starts. He uh, pulls off into somebody's driveway as the police arrive. And he's able to hide out uh, until they pass. And he goes to uh, Badger and Skinny Pete. We get to see them uh Again, and it was it was enjoyable. They had a great interaction when they're playing video games together. Uh, Jesse arrives, says he needs to get the car off the street, and they're they're, I mean, they're just great friends. So they without uh, without question help him out. And this is where we start to get to see a little bit. Uh, just as he's sleeping for the night, he wakes up and you see him uh, have a. Is PTSD, I would say, flashback to him being locked up in the compound. And it's, he wakes up in the bed, immediately tries to escape, and then points a gun at Badger and Skinny Pete before realizing, realizing uh, what's going on, that uh, he's not in danger at the moment. So uh, he calls the, uh, I guess, the junkyard owner that uh, helped. Walt and Jesse and Mike in the past dispose of cars. That's where we get the uh, great scene with them in the uh, the RV when Hank arrives and Jesse telling him it's his own private domicile. 
He's not allowed in, but we get that guy. He shows up, agrees to take the car from Jesse. He's got a, uh, I guess, a little transmitter thing to detect uh, any bugs or anything like that. And as he's searching the car, it starts going crazy. He says there's a low jack on the car with the GPS, so police are going to be looking for it. Uh, and he takes off. And that's one thing is... I guess this car didn't seem like a newer car. It's these, uh, you know, it's owned by these neo-Nazi scumbags. So I, I don't know who they bought this from or, you know, who, who had this low jack on the car that they bought it from that police would be able to access. But anyway, Badger and Skinny Pete agree. Jesse will take a different car. Badger's going to take the El Camino down to Mexico, dump it there, and... uh this will be the last we see of those two, but we get a really, I guess, touching scene with uh, Jesse and Skinny Pete. And uh, Jesse asks him, you know, why are you helping me or why are you doing this for me? And Skinny Pete just tells him, you know, you're you're my hero and shit. And that was, uh, yeah, I mean, that was fantastic uh, little interaction between the two of those and, and final scene with Skinny Pete. Uh I know the the initial release or teaser trailer was Skinny Pete in a police interrogation saying he's not going to give up Jesse or help the police. That scene wasn't in the movie, which I thought actually was pretty cool that they had this teaser with this inter police interview that uh, dis doesn't end up actually being in the movie. So that ended up being a perfect teaser. I didn't watch anything after that. But uh, you see... It's Jesse just trying to uh, find his way, I guess, to get out of here. Uh, we get it's intercut with flashbacks of him at the compound. And uh, a lot of scenes you see with uh, Jesse Plemons, who played uh, Todd, Uncle Jack's nephew. And, uh, man, his uh, Jesse Plemons acting is is it's so incredible. Uh, I mean, it was during, during the movie or during the show series when he was in them. I, I always enjoyed the, uh, episodes with him in them. He's such, I mean, dude's a complete psychopath, such a total piece of shit. But, uh, I, I mean, his scenes were so incredibly well acted, uh, just the vibe he gives off. And, and I guess I'd say, I mean, we know he's this cold-blooded killer, but at the same time, there's just this weird, like, innocence or, like, childlike naivete to him. I don't know how to explain it, uh, but you get Jesse, he, he flashback from the compound. He tells him, uh, and this is, again, where you get these creep vibes. He tells Jesse that Uncle Jack just bought a new boat or something. They're going out skiing for the weekend. And he's, he's telling Jesse, well, it's, it's you know, it's just going to be you and me. Uh, you know, I need some help with some things. They're gone for the weekend, but, uh, you know, I need you to help me. And if you try anything, I'm going to go back and kill Brock. So Jesse knows that, you know, he's got to comply with with Todd, but you know, he just, he gives off those Dennis Reynolds vibes when he's talking about, you know, it's, they're gone. They're gone for the weekend. It's just you and me, nobody here. Just, you know, the implication. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what was going to happen with that, but you see Todd ended up killing, uh, his housekeeper. And by the way, like, it was a pretty, pretty 
sick apartment Todd had. I mean, he knew it too. Called his bedroom bitchin'. You know, dude's got a dude had a eye for uh, interior design. It seemed, but uh, yeah, their their whole interactions were great. Luckily, I didn't watch. I hadn't watched the whole. I had planned on watching like all of season five. Only ended up watching the final couple episodes, which I think helped uh, with some of these characters not being fresh in my mind, but it was, it was definitely obvious Todd had, uh, I guess Jesse Plemons had put on quite a bit of weight from when Breaking Bad ended. And now it didn't, I guess, detract from anything, but it was, it was obvious. A lot of these actors were older and, and again with, with Jesse, he was, or, uh, yeah, Jesse Plemons, Todd, it, it, it was obvious he had put on weight, but, uh, yeah, you see, uh, he helps he helps Todd dispose of a body. Then, uh, let's see, where do we where did we go from here again? It, it's it's oh yeah, as so it, it was nice how they did these flashback scenes. So so they intercut these flashback scenes, but then you would see uh, in the present, Jesse was thinking about these past scenes to help him move forward with a. Uh, where to go next. So he knew uh, at the apartment when he was there with Todd, Todd told him the reason he killed his housekeeper, housekeeper found a stash of money and a bunch of encyclopedias he hollowed out. So Todd said, I got to find a new place for this money in here. It's going to require some engineering. So uh, Jesse knew that this money was still in the apartment. So we see Jesse, he had a key to Todd's apartment. Uh, he goes in, it's, you know, uh, police tape on and a notice on the door don't enter so jesse goes in completely turns the place inside out we get a pretty badass shot it's an overhead shot of all the rooms inside todd's apartment you see all uh jesse just tearing this place apart from a top-down view it was pretty pretty sweet shot but uh jesse turns the place inside out then he's conveniently sitting against the refrigerator is hitting his head against it and he hears some noise opens up the uh opens up the fridge and sees against the the wall of the fridge he's able to open it and some money falls out so while he's searching for that a couple police officers come to the door uh they enter the apartment they're interrupted by todd's nosy neighbor todd mentioned him in one of the flashbacks this neighbor's always around uh police come in and at first I, I I saw something but then didn't didn't really think much of it and then I mean it all made sense at the end but as the cops are entering the the apartment you see one of them pulls out a lock pick to pick the lock to get in which I felt well that's that's odd that they wouldn't have a key to this door but uh, as they're searching around uh, Jesse puts a gun to one of their heads and uh tells him you know i just i'm here for something let me grab it i'll be out of your way so he tells the other guy you know call for your partner partner says lieutenant come back here and then the other the lieutenant you could tell he was uneasy he draws his weapon comes in they end up incapacitating or jesse gives up they tell him there's police all around surrounding the place and then turns out these guys aren't police it was just a couple police jackets they bought somewhere and uh they're in search of the money as well so uh 
that nosy neighbor shows back up. One of the one of these guys goes out with him. Jesse talks this other guy into letting him go. Says, "I know where the money is." They find it inside the the fridge. Jesse takes a third of it, and leaves. As he's leaving, he sees the other guy going to his truck. It's uh, something welding. And then we get a flashback of this guy who's there with Jesse, one of these the supposed police officers. You see him welding up the rig that uh, Jesse was attached to while, while he was uh, stuck at the compound making meth. So uh, it, it was... I liked it. I liked the interaction with these guys, but I felt, I mean, it was necessary, I guess, for where they wanted to go with the story, but it was totally new characters in this new welding company that knew like Uncle Jack's people. It just felt, I liked his interactions with the people we already knew uh, from the past. So it was I don't know. It's kind of weird just introducing these new characters because you don't like we know Todd. We saw him kill uh, Brock's mom. So like we know he's a scumbag. But now we got these guys and you don't you got to quickly make an assessment of them. And initially it's like, okay, well, the dude's letting Jesse take a third of the money. So maybe he's all right. But uh, Jesse drives off, finds the vacuum salesman who uh, smuggled out Walt and Saul and tried to smuggle out Jesse, but he didn't show. So uh, Jesse shows up with all his money. The guy tells him, well, you owe me now for this time in the past when he didn't show. Jesse's $1,800 short. And uh, he calls the police because Jesse won't leave. Jesse calls his bluff, and turns out he actually did call the police. But uh, Jesse leaves, and the guy covers for him. So Jesse now knows... uh, He's got to go back and get the rest of this money from this welding company. And that's another thing is uh, with that is how did these, I know these guys were like worked with Uncle Jack, obviously, but how did they know that? I mean, they, they would have seen everybody was massacred at the compound, but how would they know that uh, Todd had this money stashed away? I don't think it was ever said or explained. They just... They they knew he was dead now, and there's got to be money somewhere. So that that part was kind of again it, it felt forced with uh, with these new with this this new welding storyline. But uh, Jesse goes there, pleads with them. You know, I just need eighteen hundred. That's all I want. Then I'm out of here. Uh, the main dude just being cocky, I guess, trying to show you know he's the leader of this group. Wants to have a shootout with Jesse. Jesse kills him. Gets in a pretty sweet, pretty sweet shootout scene. Kills him. Uh, kills the other guy that was dressed as the police officer, and then ends up finding uh, their stash of money. Goes back to the uh, vacuum salesman. He agrees to uh, help Jesse out, and then that's kind of where we end. It, there was a I know flashback earlier with Jesse and Mike. Jesse asked Mike, well, where would you go if, if you could just leave? And Mike would set Alaska. So that's where Jesse's going. He gets his new identity. And uh, we see him driving down an Alaskan road, and he has a flashback to uh, Jane sitting next to him and them having a conversation. So that was kind of – that was nice to have that little uh, interaction between the two and see that, you know, he's going to go on and hopefully live a – 
happy life now, start new. Uh, he also wrote a long letter for Brock that uh, the vacuum salesman's gonna gonna send away for him. But uh, that's yeah, that's what we end on him driving off into the sunset again, I guess. So it, it was. Like I said, it was uh, nice. I know initially I had uh, was worried how they were gonna that they were gonna force something with him reuniting with Brock, and they didn't. And I thought that was thought the way they did it was was really well done. It's he's I mean he's off on his own now, but uh, he's able to hopefully get that letter to Brock, and and it's it was a fitting send off. Um, again, not, not, I wouldn't say totally necessary. It didn't need to be made, but I'm, I'm glad it did. It was an enjoyable two hours. Like I said, it was pretty much a two hour Breaking Bad episode. So, I mean, if, I mean, if you're a fan of the show, obviously you're going to watch this movie and uh, I don't think you're going to be disappointed. It could, I mean, it could possibly watch it as a standalone. They give a Breaking Bad recap, uh, beforehand. So, I mean, if you're looking for just a suspenseful, I guess, thriller, I mean, it, it, it definitely, it succeeds in that, but, but knowing, uh, his history with these other characters in the flashbacks, you're definitely going to want to, going to want to be familiar with the show. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy with it. I'm happy with the way it turned out. Uh, and, uh, I, I mean, Go watch uh, Better Call Saul. I'm going to have to get going with that. But, uh, yeah, very, very fitting send-off. It's been, I, I don't know, I think, I don't remember when Breaking Bad ended. 2012, maybe? Uh, 15 or something like that. It's been a few years. But, uh, yeah, if you're a fan of the show, if you watch the show, you're going to want to watch this. And I, I don't think you'll be disappointed. Uh as far as a review goes, I saw Rotten Tomatoes had like 20-something reviews. It was sitting in like a 95 or something like that, which I'd agree with that. I'd put it in the 90s if you're if you're if you're a fan of the show. I mean, it's it's 90 95%, I'd say. Uh as far as I guess it's tough to judge it on being a standalone film because I I'm familiar with uh with the TV show and watched it all the way through, so I guess I can't really say. I'm sure watching it with no knowledge, there's going to be questions that come up about certain characters or why certain things ha are, are happening. But uh, yeah, if you were a fan of the show, definitely go see, watch this. I think it's, uh, I saw it's airing in some theaters. Uh, I know a couple of them are showing it this weekend. Definitely would have been fun to see it in theaters, I think. But uh, with, with, Today being the only day I'd be able to watch it till my next weekend and it not being in theaters anymore. It's, it's, it was too good to want to pass up on. So yeah, if, uh, if you like the show, watch this You're I'm sure you'll love it. So, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll talk to you on the next one.